0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Danny, what's what's that, Lyle? You know, we've been doing this podcast a long time, and you've basically been using me, and you've been keeping all the money we make on this podcast. So I've been supporting myself. Making Yeah, that. keeping, keeping. I'm
2: spending it on tickets and beer just like I promised the people. What are yeah. you s-
1: well well I'm gambling to support myself at this point. Oh good. And, yeah, that's how I'm paying the bills. And you know what I do? I use mybookie.com. Mybookie? Yeah.com. Yeah. Dot com. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's you that? Get, you get on there, you sign up for an account, and and you know, I'm I'm kind of their guy. So I can give you a promo promo code. It's uh, armchair twenty five. That's my nickname. I don't know if you knew that about me. Why do they call you armchair?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Is it because you're sitting in one or is because you're shaped like one? It's because I'm shaped like one. <laughs> ah, I see. <laughs> so so you're sitting there in your armchair. You're betting on my on mybookie.com. Yeah. And, well, you know what they say. Who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting
1: with. Right. Did, did you so know bet with me and mybookie.com and let's make some money.
2: And uh, and, uh, what's the deal with Armchair 25? You put that promo code in. What happens for you? Uh,
1: You put it in, and uh, (laughs) when you create the account, you can get up to $1,000 in free play. No way. Yeah.
2: You play, you win, you get paid. Nice. All right. Well, uh, yeah, go to mybookie.com. I heard they're also... um, helping us out with this show, that just by you saying that, you're going to get more gambling money to put into my bookie. Is this true? Are That's, they
1: a true sponsor of this show? Is this a paid advertisement that you've tricked me into being in? I, I may have. I may have. They may give me some gambling money, and I need it. I need it. I'm hurting, buddy.
2: <sighs> I knew I shouldn't have pressed record what you said to. Oh, well.
1: Let's win. And I, by the way, later in the show, I'm going to give you a bet.
2: Great. Now we're a gambling podcast. Well, it was it was bound to happen. True. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game.
1: Let's go, Cubby!
2: Don't you son rant me after being uh, tricking me into being in in that my bookie commercial.
1: Hey dude, I got gotta some
2: people. nerve. Wait till you hear the commercials, Mike. Mike's gonna make you do. Oh god, I knew you guys would try to make money eventually.
1: Yeah, I've had it.
2: So, so well, uh, we made a little money over at uh, G Man Tavern on opening day. One hundred forty bucks in Philip D. Bucket. For the nice. Bleacher Bum Band, yeah. I gave it all to Bleacher Jeff because, you know, he's been uh, footing the bill for that rehearsal space. And so I, I gave the rest of the band 20 bucks and uh, I, I took shots from the stage. Dude, it's like maybe going to become a thing because I, I must have done. I drank more dur- during that show than I've drank in the last
1: six months. So that's your that's thing, not true. get that's drunk not while true. you sing. Well, but it, what's good about Starting while well you're on stage You start to feel it, and by the end of the show You feel good, and if you time it right You're not absolutely shit-faced until after you're done Yeah, but then after the show I got in a fight Oh god, you what, what it, did you do? It, Who'd you fight? Did you fight Vince Vaughn? I heard Vince Vaughn was there. Yeah, Vince Vaughn was there, and uh, he's a big fuck. I've I've not nah, I've, I've done bad things with that man. That man looks like he's
2: been punched in the face a few too many times. He looks like he could take a punch. his yeah. his eyes, his his cheekbones look broken. Did you punch him in the face with your fart box? <laughs> no, I, I did it, But yeah, I did hear, I didn't even know they were there. And then I, I didn't find out till afterwards. I heard Tom Morello was there. But fucking Jeff Garland was there. Which oh, you hate I, Jeff Garland. I, I it would have been
1: amazing. You could have catcalled him from the stage.
2: Yeah, I know. I would have loved to have done it. I mean, I, I think I'd just be seething with anger that I'd just be tongue tied, you know, just totally speechless. But hopefully you some fuck epic
1: fuck rant could come fuck. up. Fuck you. You fucking fuck. Fucker! You know when you get in a fight and you get really mad and you just start yelling nonsense and crying. Come up here and spit on this microphone, you dribble baby. You be- <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh god, he probably listens to the show. I mean, but it's true. Like he's one of those dudes that, like, I mean, everybody hates him from his uh, stints on the 17 inning stretch because he just goes on and on. And Pat Hughes thinks he's fucking funny
1: right he's like, so oh, he just oh, keeps him going
2: he keeps him going he's like oh you're such a funny man Jeff Garland and like you know I think Ivy and Envy was talking about this too about how but uh, Glenn Casper has no time for the guy they're like <laughs> you know he's but, just like oh yeah well because he just comes on and he rambles and he thinks he's funny he's spitting all over the place he's half in the bag and I know that's his shtick but like I don't know is his stand-up even yeah. funny he just drives what? me into I can't even look at him
1: by the way, haven't hasn't that been most famous people who are Cubs fans in Chicago's shtick? Yeah, just <laughs> drunk guys, drunk drink. wandering around the city. Uh oh, dude, I
2: think that might be my shtick too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and it all started with the ble- no. It all started before the bleacher bum band, but I mean, I but it it, could... it started sometime in college.
1: I'll just be honest with everybody. Oh uh, yeah,
2: it started twenty. It was twenty years ago today. <laughs> Danny Rocket took a drink of wine. Um, so uh, that didn't arrive. What did Cubs? Kupch- is Cubs Shradamus writing these lyrics? What's going he on He must be. So, uh, but it was, we had a good time. I mean, think God the Cubs won, you know, they won 10 zip. They shut, uh, they shut out the Pirates. They kicked their ass. They beat up Tyone again. And um, then it, uh, like the place was packed, you know? And uh, so thanks to everybody that show, showed up to it. Um, but the fight. The fight that happened. Um, so I come off stage and I'm just kind of standing outside smoking, and then I hear this boom, and I look over across the street, across Clark, just north of Wrigleysville Dogs, and there's these people. They look like they're fucking okay. I then I realize after about a minute that it's a fight. So. I don't know what happened previous to it, but that dude, like, grabbed her and, like, dragged her away. And she was, like, kind of swinging on him, too. and But he was, like, really rough with her, right? So I went and got involved. But then that bitch came up on me. Never.
1: Oh, yeah. I know I got yeah. involved. Listen, I, I've gotten involved twice in domestics, and I've always gotten punched by the woman.
2: Yeah, well, that's what almost happened. But what, what did happen was she got in my face, and I, you know me, man. I cannot fight. So, like, I just was going to let her hit me, you know, like, all right, I guess this is. Well, I guess yeah, you get...
1: should. I mean, you just, you know, it's it's a woman's prerogative.
2: Yeah. So um. anyway, but I turn the guy starts coming back and I turn behind me to see if anybody like came to get my back, you know, because I can't take these two. They're also like 20 years younger than me. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm fucked. <laughs> right. Turn around. Aljin, my Bosnian bass player is, you know, coming across the street. Well, he of course escalates the situation, and it gets worse. Well, of course, gets, why wouldn't he? Yeah, the, the dude escaped a war for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Like he's not fucking around at all. So anyway, that goes poorly. I get out of there. Algin pulls me out of there. We come back. They come back to G-Man to fight us, but oh, it's geez. it's her, it's her that's coming back. Like, he's kind of keeping his distance because there's, like, six of us, you know. But she's coming back. and She gets right in my face. I think she's going to hit me again. Dude, she comes at Algin. Algin put his hands up, like, in a stop position. She bounced off his ass. Just, like, (laughs) went flying. And I was like, oh, fuck. It it was not a good look. But when I was, like... You know, I thought about it, and I instantly judged it. I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> and then I was like, well, it was either that or she was going to smack him, and he just, like, put his hands up. Like, it yeah, was, you got to defend it, yourself. It, it was the move. He didn't swing at her. He didn't push her. He just put his hands up, and she fucking bounced off of his ass. So, so anyway, they ran away eventually, and we went back and got drunker and uh, had a good night with uh, Michael from Galesburg and Corey. It was a – Altogether successful opening day like Brett Taylor was
1: around. Like It was star-studded. Star-studded. Good times. Everybody was there. It was a good time. How'd you sing? How'd you sound? Did you do good? Well, good? We're, we're too
2: loud, so I have no idea. You know, it's just like one of those. I mean, I'm sure everybody's cell phone video, which I refuse to watch, is just a tinny mess. So, you know. I, I mean, I had fun. I didn't fuck up that much. So uh, you know, kudos to me and the band. Uh, Bleacher Jeff showed up drunk, broke two strings on the first song, but but managed to fucking pull it out. It was fun, go. yeah. It was. We're a drunken, rowdy, loud band that uh, you know you'll just definitely have fun watching. But I I don't know I don't know that we sound good. I can't even tell you. I know we sound good in the rehearsal room. But up, all right up there, all I can hear is symbols, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I mean, that, seriously, like it's all that's left of my hearing. I got no low end. Maybe you got to mute those a little bit. Maybe I should wear I should have worn earplugs for the last 25 years and not destroyed my hearing.
1: That might help. Uh, speaking of destroyed, destroyed Lester's hamstring, the only bad thing that happened all day. Um, so, D.H.,
2: you ready? Well, we can't really have this conversation without Michael Cotton to defend himself. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> fine. Show. We'll wait. We'll wait, but you know, my view is that it's inevitable. And so, I'm done working on it cuz they don't they don't get they don't ask guys like me what I think really. And you know, I think they've done a lot of fucked up things that make the game stupid. I do, you know, miss certain things, but not that much. You know, the thing about it is Lester driving in that run with two outs and then scoring uh, well, Is a double. more games? Well, no, it's not. But what I'm saying is that is a more exciting – that's a really exciting play. And that is really fun baseball to watch. That Lester doing that is more exciting than a, watching a DH do that. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, DH might have hit a home run, though.
2: <laughs> he could have, but not if it's Ian Happ. No, it may be if it's Ian Happ. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I like the nine. I, I'm you know a, a purist. I guess they would call me. I like the nine players. I like national light and league ball. I used to go watch the Mets instead of the Yankees when I was in New York more often than not. You know, well, I just I like the style. Too. Yeah, it's the style. I grew up with the Cubs pitchers always batted. You know, and change is hard for people, but you know I don't fear it when the DH comes. Like I don't like boycott watching. You know, uh, Texas R- Rangers versus Cubs. I just went to that game twice. <laughs> so, you know, it's like I, it's nice to have a DH sometimes, too. You know, I like it. I'm kind of with Michael
1: that I like it both ways, but I'm not going to have this argument because it's also it's I'm so sick of it. Right. Well, I'm not. And I'm going to destroy Michael next time. I know we'll talk about all these games when we have our next podcast. The only other thing, man, i Baez throwing that bat, getting a hit. How amazing was that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. The ball bounced first, did it not?
1: Yes, and then he threw his bat at it and fucking boop
2: yeah and and it was it was nice to see it was a nice day at Wrigley, just so beautiful, seventy degrees, you know, perfect weather, not like today, oh my God, I'll tell you about that in a second, um, and it's gonna continue this way, but um, I mean, freaking uh you know, just everything fell the cubs way that day on Monday, you know, scored all the runs, the bullpen has been the bull penis awesome. You know, that's two games in a row they didn't give up a run. So, I don't know. It's just – and, you know, that normally is not going to happen for Javi. But opening day, all things were clicking. Seems like the ball was bouncing our way. Hopefully they can just continue to build on that. Yeah, I mean, it was one
1: good game. I mean, I don't know what I expect today, you know, in the second game against the Pirates. I Honestly, I (laughs) – probably a low scoring train wreck after scoring it's, time and looking great. You got you Darvish out there in 40 degree weather, right? If,
2: if you're lucky, wind chill down to fucking 16 or whatever the hell, cause it's gusting at 35 miles an hour. And yeah, it's, it's going to be, um, it's brutal out there right now. It's kind of, you know, uh, icy sleet sort of thing going on. And, um, yeah, you's gonna be out there tonight, and then uh, I, I, it looks like tomorrow's gonna get washed out. Looked like tonight was gonna get washed out too, so you never know. But um, yeah, shitty weather for these last two. Quintana's going tomorrow, but we're here to kind of talk about the Angels.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, somebody just walked in the door. Who?
0: Oh, salutations, um, suckos! This is Steve Seashark. Yeah,
2: uh, Steve, uh, could you back off the mic? You know, your side arm and right into oh, your.
1: Oh, so sorry, you sucking, sucking, son sucking ranto. So seriously, we suck. Shit, Save my shack. This sucks. I, I, I've seen this shit too many sucking, sucking times. Shitty, stupid ownership. Too shy to spend any and shop for any additional help. Yeah, but they're paying you, Steve. We'd be ship-shape with another starter and a closer. We have a shot, but this, this window will shut soon.
2: Yeah, but, Steve, I, I mean, don't don't you think that you're one of those people that is supposed to lock it down and, like, you know, I, I just looked at the Angels' bullpen. They got four guys haven't given up a run. I mean, what's, you know, all our good guys that were supposed to be out there until Mauro comes back and helps you, you're supposed to lock it down. You're not doing your jobs.
1: Yeah, well, shit, I don't know. It sucks right now, and if we don't figure this shit out, get a shovel. Shit, we suck. See you, son, though, I'm out of here.
2: All right, bye, Steve. Uh, Steve. Uh, Thanks for coming.
1: Uh, th- uh, is he still on? No, nah, he just walked right out the door. He just he was passing by. Yeah. Did uh, Let me ask, does he take the side door? He does take the <laughs> side door. Yeah. And I, honestly, I think I, I, from what I understand is he met me drunk one night, apparently, when I was out with Cubster and him and Cubster are old friends. I mean, not that old to Cubster but to Steve. And I guess he takes Cubster carpet to come visit me oh so your damas is making money like renting out his carpet
2: I, I believe so he's like a he's like a airline pilot for carpets so you're doing my bookie ads got your damas renting out his magic carpet and well like, he's getting in here paying him yeah that's what it's pisses me pissing me off like i pay him so that he's like at my beck and call yeah well yeah oh god i well i'm I you know, I almost fired him last week after what he said that I had to cut out of the show.
1: Right. Oh, uh, that was just unacceptable. Unacceptable. Um, hey, uh Angels. Yeah. They kinda sucked last year. And it's it's weird that this team sucks since they have the best player ever. <laughs> the best player <laughs> since Barry Bonds for sure. Correction. And, had. He pulled had. his groin. Oh, uh, yeah, he pulled his groin too. Him and John Lester will be watching this series. <laughs> together on a pile, be- sitting on a pile of money <laughs> Dr- drinking beer eating chicken wings
2: <laughs> it's co- it's what's called rehab with those guys right so yeah though they, no, they did kind of suck. i mean they were under five hundred, eighty and 82 and uh i mean they had the, they get otani you're thinking that you know oh they got this two-way player he's good at pitching he's good at hitting they added yeah but uh they they uh, managed to um you know, uh, lose Otani, or he managed to lose himself by getting hurt, and now he's going to come back, I guess, in May. But I don't know. I I I've, I predict disaster. It, I'm doom and gloom with Otani. I bet he's never good again.
1: Man, I don't know about that, but the Albert Pujols albatross around your neck does not help. But this team always felt like it was going to be good, and I don't know.
2: Yeah, it, they they definitely felt like they were. I don't. I think maybe pitching has been the problem, starting pitching. But as I just mentioned, that the bullpen for the Angels has been pretty lights out. And um, one of the guys you've heard of, Neil Ramirez. Remember, right. Remember him? I'm like, ah, oh, don't you hate it when ex Cub pitchers do well in the bullpen when yours is fucking up? Although the not last two days. Yeah. Yeah, they've been okay. Yeah, it's two days. I mean, it just was so epically bad for so long, and the pitching gave up so many runs. Historically, uh, a lot of runs, the most runs ever. So, I mean,
1: if I'm going to be honest, I have faith that the Cubs can turn this around. But they really, I think they need to go on a roll real quick because there's so much chatter. The fan base wasn't happy with this team to begin with. No, they were mad coming into the season, so that anger bubbles over, and then you got Theo or. Rickett's Rickett's saying stupid shit like real fans. Yeah, I said that today on the podcast
2: uh, or on the uh, ranters page on Facebook uh, because honestly, I'm having trouble giving away tickets for tonight's game. Right. <laughs> it's the, and the real fans would be out there with me.
1: <laughs> That's a dick thing to say, right? Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Yeah. It's fucking Rickett it says it. He's a dick. I say it. I'm a dick. The weather sucks. The yeah, team, frustrating.
2: You think Ricketts is going to be out there tonight? Let's see if he's a fucking real fan. If but, he's not, I wish. Is he on Twitter? Well, he can no be way. there, but it'll be a 1914 club eating ham,
1: right? And then throwing the rest of it away. Yeah, just <laughs>
2: <laughs> just think of how it. much ham they waste on a night like tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they're just they're just so wasteful. You know, all that ham could have gone towards a middle reliever.
1: Seriously. Um,
2: so, I mean, yeah, the Angels, uh, you know, they've been decent this year. They just beat the Brewers twice. So thank you, Angels. Um, they, I thought they were in Milwaukee because that would make sense that they'd play in Milwaukee and then come down here and play. Nope, they're in L.A., but they have uh, Thursday off. The Brewers had to fly all the way out there. So, um, yeah, they beat them twice, and here's the most amazing thing. Um, and he's gonna—he's the Rakes, obviously, for this week. But Tommy fucking Listella
1: Lyle—I fucking hate Tommy fucking Listella. do, but God, I hate him. But he's beating the Brewers for us. I know. I have three, such like mixed emotions about the whole fucking thing.
2: Three homers in two days. They beat him five to two. They beat him eleven to eight. Tommy Listella with two homers in yesterday's game. Um, just incredible. The Brewers managed to tie it last night too. I saw. I watched them tie it and then turned it off because I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to stay up late watching the Brewers come back and beat the Angels for, after losing the game by six runs at one point. It was 6 nothing after the first, and the Brewers tied it at eight. Jesus. Yeah. But the nice thing is uh, Jonathan Lucroy, an ex-Brewer, broke Brewer fans' hearts that were still awake. Um, he, he walked for the go-ahead run. Their ex-Jonathan uh, Lucroy.
1: That's what they get.
2: Yeah, but that's what we get for giving up and He's like a Brewer killer.
1: I mean, can we be, can we just have a quick two second honest conversation about there's no space for that guy on this team? And yeah, maybe he killed the Brewers this series, but he's their fucking number eight hitter. What's he hitting? 170. It 206. 206. He was probably batting 170 before he was. He was right before the series. Yeah. Um, so it's not like he's having a great season. He's great off the bench. I mean, that's kind of where he belongs. Yeah.
2: And- yeah. There, there is no spot for him. I mean, in, in this case, I, rather, given the fact that you have Descalso, who can actually start and has been
1: kind of tearing it up. Descalso know- might be sneakily the best offseason pickup that any team may have made this year so far. Well, I don't know about that because I'm gonna about to talk
2: about a guy I wish we had gotten with, Cody Allen, the oh. old closer for the Indians, because uh, you know he's one of the fam- more familiar names on the Angels. He's their closer, and he hasn't given up a run in four. It's only four innings pitched, but still, he hasn't given up anything. And um, he had a, kind of a bad year last year with the Indians, but like he was really good before that. Like I don't, and he only signed for eight million, and he signed in January. So the Cubs could have gotten this guy. For 8000000 million, I'm like, oh, come on. You can't afford Cody Allen maybe for – I mean, he had a, a four-plus ERA last year, but he also had 30 saves, yeah. you know, and he, and he did that, and he was consistently really good those other years in that, like, shut down Indians' bullpen, so he knows what he's doing. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's what uh, Steve C- Sh- Shishak said when he came in here, that, uh, you know, it'd be nice if they just get another – back of the rotation guy. I mean, that's kind of what they need. I mean, do you, at this point, we all have hopes that they're going to do something near the trade deadline, right? Or in season, just go out and get somebody. Well, I mean, if they I mean, I hate to say this, this is this the second week of the season, if they can climb
2: back into it, <laughs> <laughs> And I, honestly, like I don't want to see them lose any more ground. Like they lose the next two or something like that, and the Brewers manage to win two, and you're six games back. Like, you know that that feels really shitty. I know it's a an at this yeah, point well, and welcome you can overcome Boston. it. Yeah, well, I know, I know. It, it, there's a couple of really good teams having bad times of it right now, but I mean, you got to hope the Cubs can turn it around. I mean, they have three wins. You got to hope. I mean, it's nice to see a huge shutdown win, like a ten nothing opening day sort of you know, confidence builder, but they really should have played yesterday. And like, you know, I think you get the day off and then you come back and it's freezing cold. It really feels like it could be a different century, right. you know, Not, you know, let alone in the same week or season. But so a couple of familiar names are talked about. Lestella, Luke Roy, you've heard of from, from uh, being on the Brewers. Uh, Peter Borges, he was on the Cardinals, if you remember that. Yeah, Um, I believe the didn't he wasn't he around the Cubs for a moment? I don't know if that's true. I don't remember if he I I believe he might. I I think he like he played spring training games with the Cubs at some point. Maybe I could be wrong. Somebody tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, uh, And Neil Ramirez, I mentioned, who's uh, doing really well, along with most of uh, the Angels bullpen. And um, you may have heard of a guy named Mike Trout, too. Oh, I've heard of that guy. But he's hurt. He's hurt. So um, offensively, I mean, the Cubs are doing really well. I mean, they put up 10 runs a lot this season. Is it the fifth time they've done it? I don't know if it's the fifth, but they've done it a ton. They've scored.
1: They They lost two of them.
2: I mean, they've got an OPS right now that's 200 points higher than the Angels, and they've slugged six more home runs. They've taken a lot more walks, but they've also striking out, too. Um, but L.A. does not strike out. They are last in striking out, meaning the best at not doing it. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. We're just – we're. I didn't look up – how many runs did we score? Let me look this up real quick because I didn't – I didn't write that down, but I'm interested in knowing because it's got to be towards the top of the league. Yeah, it's third, scored 72 runs. The Mariners have scored 104.
1: They're unbelievable, but that's they they had the Red Sox to start off, so you know <laughs> there's that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they're 11 and two. Well, and, and speaking of ex Cubs, Dan Vogelbach tearing it up out there. I he, know. he had a couple of home runs, and I know knocked, is he for real? Knocked in six or something like that the other night. I mean, the guy could always slug. I mean. He was just blocked by Rizzo.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was never playing. But what's sad is, you know, again, you feel like the Cubs had some of these guys that felt like they were going to be major leaguers and they just didn't get enough for them or that they just fucking blew their load on their really good. Some of their really good guys, you know, for for rentals. Talk about
2: things we didn't get enough for. Tommy Listella was traded for cash or a player to be named later that we still haven't gotten. Right. I don't even know if they got the cash. They should let us know when the cash comes because that means maybe they could do something.
1: Right. Maybe they could buy everybody a beer with it.
2: <laughs> well, they certainly <laughs> I don't care if they do. I mean, who are they going to buy a beer? Me? If They're not buying me a beer. I don't give a fuck.
1: So Wouldn't that be great if they got cash considerations for a player. And they're like, you know, what, we're going to take all this money. And on uh, next Tuesday, we're going to buy everybody yeah, a beer. In the it's stands. free one beer night. Um, but, I
2: mean, no, they don't get. Any, they didn't get anything for Castro. They're all salary dumps. And Lestella wasn't even making that much. Instead, they I spent know. the same money on Descalso, you know, relatively, and let him go. And I'm not saying Lestella should be on the Cubs. I'm just saying he should have been on the Cubs, you know, when he does well. <laughs> in in right. games with the Angel, I'll be like, ah, oh, wish he was on the Cubs. But – and, you know, I, I think Theo, is my point is, I don't think he gets much for anybody. Didn't get anything for Castro. Didn't get anything for Listella. You know, he didn't get anything for fucking Vogelbach. No, and he loves giving shit away. Yeah. Maybe it's so he can make a good trade later. I don't know. Like, he builds these relationships. I mean, it's just, there's probably so much that goes into it that we aren't privy to. You know that You know, you know they have some owl ceremony where they all... Pee on that championship belt for keeping the uh, right. salaries down, and you know somebody drinks the pee. And who, who? I bet you, you have to drink all, all the owners' pee if you spent the most money that off season,
1: right? Or at least Bud Selig's. <laughs> oh man, it probably tastes like asparagus, right from the spick right from the <laughs> spigot. <laughs> oh God <laughs> That's what he calls it My my spigot <laughs> Hey kid come over here and touch my spigot
2: <laughs> uh, So uh, the pitching on the Angels I mean the Cubs team ERA Is still atrocious even after that shutout It's still three runs higher than the Angels And in the mid sixes And uh, it's second worst in the majors To the White Sox So they're going to need a bunch of You know really tight you know, low scoring games, at least on, you know, the, the defense part and the pitching part in order to get that ERA, like anywhere where it should be. But do you think that it's kind of the plan? Like, well, we got an offense, so let's just score a bunch of runs all the time and uh, let the pitching blow it up. And, and hopefully we score more than them. Like, wasn't that kind of like the Red Sox move?
1: Yeah, especially during the playoffs last year, I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" And then, then their bullpen really fucking tightened up in the in the playoffs. But I mean, in the in the World Series, but yeah, I mean, I it's the only successful plan I think they could have right now, right? I mean,
2: yeah, I, yeah except for that it hasn't worked so far, and that yeah, high school games. And by the way, we lose.
1: we have hope that this is going to be a top end starting rotation. It hasn't felt that way yet, outside of Leicester. Um, but I think there's hope that Who's these guys hurt. will come around. I, I just, the bullpen's a disaster and we knew that coming in and I don't know, they're going to have to do something.
2: Well, yeah. Let me tell you about that. I mean, the starters on the angels are no, are really no good. They've got a five Oh one earned run average, which is obviously, the which, is,
1: which is obviously about to go up <laughs> after
2: this weekend. Most, most of it is Matt Harvey who we're not going to face, unfortunately, um, uh Cubs have a 649 for the starter. so like like you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't looked like a top end starting rotation so far. Um the relievers on the Cubs have been equally atrocious, except for the last two days, when they've been absolutely wonderful. Um 642 earned run average on the season. Angels, best in the majors, one forty-one. Man. So and I never even heard of half these guys. Um Cubs lead the league in walking other batters,
1: as you might imagine, almost double what the Angels have done. I mean, and is this the third season in a row we've talked about? Well, this is the season we fix this. This is our weakness. No, we can't throw out strikes, and it just it, nothing's changed. I mean, I get
2: the i. I think it's a philosophy thing. It's got to be because nothing happens this many years in a row without it being a philosophy. Do not no, give to the batter. Do not throw him a pitch he can hit. You but know, they keep right.
1: they keep saying they need to fix it because it's their weakness. It's their biggest weakness on the pitching staff is that they can't throw strikes. And they keep firing pitching coaches and getting new guys. Yeah, obviously that's not the problem.
2: <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, what is the problem? I mean... They can't throw strikes. Yeah, but who's telling them to do that? Like, it's been three different pitching coaches. So that's what I'm saying. It's got to be like... This Theo philosophy, when he's it's like, the mound. yeah, it's it, you know how like Theo always tries to you know find the uh, you know kind of the disruption in the market, right? He's like, you know what? I see a lot of teams going after pitchers that throw strikes. What I'll do is see, <laughs> I'm going to get all the guys who can't throw strikes and yeah. make them chase, <laughs> make them chase, and that might, and I I think that's
1: why I it must be a top down philosophy he might, for no but he might not even be aware Might he might just have a natural attraction to guys who like fucking nibble and he doesn't realize it. like the guys that he likes is like oh the guys who work the corners and nibble
2: well of course it's you get more swing and miss stuff it's the walk strikeout you know and, and lester with the solo home run i mean the it's almost like they're pitching to the three true outcomes like it benefits them somehow right
1: well maybe it keeps the game moving
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like, let's get out of here. I've got dinner reservations.
1: Although it's crazy, you think walks would really slow it down? But... It does, Ex-
2: except for intentional walks, which saves twenty minutes per game. Right. So
1: no, that was twenty seconds.
2: Oh, sorry. I get my I get my times mixed mixed up. Um. So, uh, yeah. So the pitching has been bad for the Cubs, and uh, the relievers have been great for the Angels. Uh, the Cubs. Well, they're second in errors, but it's all because of that one game in Atlanta where they committed six. Um, And they've got five more than the Angels. So, anyway, are you guys ready for some?
1: That was fucking intense.
2: Yeah, well, it's not, it's a pretty intense dir. Because the Cubs have a shitty dirt. Way down in, like, the league. Towards the bottom. 100 points below the Angels at 629. 700 means you're good.
1: Yeah. But 680 means you're bad.
2: Oh, yeah. 629 it means you're awful. terrible. Yeah. I That's got to come up. Like, I know that one of the things Pakota talked about when they – Put the Cubs in last place and, uh, you know, had the team being sold back to the city for peanuts and uh, Tom Ricketts basically ending up in the poorhouse. That was part of their prediction, I believe. Yeah. But I know when Dakota predicted our shitty season, it was because uh, of defense. They thought we had taken a step down. It's the same guys, for the most part, that we've had. Why? Yeah. Why would that go down? I mean, except for maybe Russell, I could see
1: being yeah. He's better, he's probably better stuff. defensively. And by the way, you didn't have Chris Bryant for a chunk of the season last year, and he might be bringing him down a little bit too. Yeah, because
2: yeah, Bodie was pretty sharp out there. Even Listella, like you know, Listella could play little hot corner. He's like that little Ron say troll look guy, right? That can just like pick up on the. He's got he's got rat like uh, reflexes. I so,
1: fucking hate that. Yeah, play.
2: that's why I said rat, not cat. Right. Rat-like reflexes. Uh, and he can, like, you know, get those smashes. You know, I saw him make a couple of those plays uh, throughout his time in the Cubs. But, yeah, Bryant, we have all said it. I mean, we said it when he first came up. Or we like, chuck him in left field. Except for you got Schwarber out there, you know, so now you can't. I mean, even Bryant as a center fielder doesn't really have the speed to, like, you know. Plus, you don't want him smacking into the wall. Uh, right, maybe he could play, I guess. I say you know just fucking train him. I mean, I, I, think, I think if the Cubs had a really down year and they thought Bryant was going to cost way too much, that they might, I, I think, any offers on the table, depending on what you could get. Somebody was willing to make a big blockbuster trade. But the problem is I don't think you have the depth to replace him at this point.
1: No. And where do you send him? American League, or I mean, there's no way like you trade him in the Nets to it.
2: Yeah, you'd, you, you wouldn't trade him to a rival for sure, you know.
1: And the people who would pay for him are like Philadelphia and shit. And I don't think you even want that.
2: And you'd want to trade him for pitching, probably, you right. know. I mean, it, I don't I don't see it happening. I, I see him just like hitting the open market someday and you know, playing for the Yankees, yeah, something like that. So, uh, oh, it's time for. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Lovable loose ears. And now it's time for the state of the bull penis with the
1: lovable loose ears, Lyle Aker. The bull penis is a baby bull penis. Baby dick, baby steps, improving slowly.
2: Yeah, what do they call a baby bull? Calf? A calf. I call it veal, bitches.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, uh, um, I, I'm yeah. cautiously optimistic. I I don't even know if I'm optimistic. I'm cautious. Yeah, bullpen. I, yeah. I don't see that they have the arms. I, I don't either, but they're not too
2: different than who they had last year, and that kind of worked out. You know, I mean, you've added Brock, who pitched uh, in relief of Lester. The other day, and he was good, didn't give up anything, and then, you, you know, I, I don't know, Strope came out and finished it off. I mean, I didn't even know why Strope was out there in a 10 nothing game, but except hey, for that, maybe he hadn't pitched.
1: Hey, Danny, I got a TFC for you. Let's hear. LeBron Ivor posted this one up. Why did Scooby-Doo go to the chiropractor? I don't know. Why did Scooby-Doo go to the chiropractor? Broad Brock? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's horrible <laughs> I, I was like oh god but it's really good character. because
2: it's like it's three jokes in one because you got the bad back the brad brock and scooby-doo all mixed together like yeah that's that's a lot of levels of humor still not that funny but <laughs> but uh clever as fuck um hey raggy brad brock
1: so the Angels bull penis great. Angels bull penis, the best is 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 like uh, like Peter North meets uh uh, uh who's, like who's got a really big prick? John Holmes. John Holmes, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. They and they got four guys, and I, they're my uh, throws. So I might as well play the throw song and just do that first throw it up. Yeah, they, Cody Allen, who I already mentioned, as lights out. And then you got, uh, who's Anderson? I never, I don't know who Jay Anderson. I'm not gonna click on him because I don't want to lose the page. 5.2 innings, only giving up two hits. Um, five strikeouts. Butchery <laughs> literally has two T's in the butt, too. Butchery He Well, he's been kicking Butchery. 5.2 innings, no runs out of the bullpen. Mm. Oh. So the best I could say is that hitters are batting two thirty eight off of him. So there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. Yeah, he has given up five hits. Just none of them have scored. Um, Neil Ramirez has appeared in three games in four innings, only given up two hits, no walks. And he has six, count him six strikeouts. Oh, and I didn't mention that Buttrey, nine strikeouts in 5.2 innings. That's why none of those hits scored.
1: Jesus. Christ.
2: So that's four guys, you know, that are like, you know, tearing it up out there. Uh, you know, as far as I can see, there's only like if Bard comes out, you could be happy with that <laughs> because he seems to be uh, the only reliever
1: that is kind of. Yeah. And you're probably not going to see him because he's struggling unless they think they can work something out with him. Yeah. And I, I think if there's any team you don't bring him out against, it's probably the Cubs. Well, it depends how the game's going, right? Like, if they're winning if or losing by out,
2: a lot, right. they'll throw them out there, you know? They're like, ah, put Bard out there. He's terrible. And this game is terrible. Let's go. So, um, actually, it is time for Rakes, Flakes, Throws, and Blows. I already gave you the, uh, the throws. So picked up
1: this
3: rake at Home Depot. It's
2: time for the rake. And it's, of course, Tommy LaStella. I fucking
1: hate Tommy LaStella. Yeah, well, three. Are you, are you gonna okay? You gonna like him if he comes in here and kicks your ass? Maybe that's the best thing that could happen to me. Maybe I can get all of Cubs Nation to just to fucking hate him. him. Or is everybody just gonna be sad? They're like, we could have had Tommy. Yeah, I th- I think they'll be angry.
2: I exact is what I think the reaction will be. it'll be, be hate. Oh, hate it. They'll hate Ricketts. They'll hate Theo. They'll- oh, but not Tommy. No, I don't think Tommy La You know, lots of people like him.
1: Why? He quit on the team.
2: He's a piece of shit. I know, but people weren't paying attention when he did that that much. They didn't pay attention till the World Series. Most people like Tommy LaStella. Ugh. But, you know, he's the, at least it's against the Brewers. That's one good thing about it. But he is only batting 206, I mentioned, so he's not good. So I think I think we neutralize
1: the, the LaStella power bat. <laughs> Maybe, or he's going to light him up. It's one way or the other. He's going to be got off. He's not going to have an average uh, series. He's either going to strike out like eight times or he's going to hit three more home runs in two games. All,
2: all game winners. Yeah. Uh, the Flaker, which.
4: I haven't worried about flakes since my grunge days. Remember them? Yeah.
2: Well, uh, Mike Trout was probably born after the grunge days. Was he? What's, what year was he born?
1: Um, ninety my guess. Yeah,
2: yeah. People were already listening to Backstreet then. So Mike right. pa- Post grunge, Mike Trout. Um, well, he gets a big ass contract and he gets hurt. Well, I cluck my teeth. I cluck it at right at you, Mike Trout.
1: does Just- Mike. Yeah, I listen. Here, I'm gonna give you a. Uh, uh, Random stats guy, uh, the guy Jeremy Frank, who does MLB random stats. Super small sample size. Barry Bonds set the single-season OPS record in 2004 at 1.422. Through 10 games, Barry Bonds in 2004 had 12 hits, 11 walks, four homers, three strikeouts, and was four twenty nine five ninety one thousand. Mike Trout in 2019, 11 hits, 11 walks, five homers, Three strikeouts, three ninety three, five eighty one, one thousand. Yeah, he's great, and now he's, he's on hurt. Base to have the greatest season ever. Yeah,
2: and now he's hurt, so he's not even worth the money. And once you you pull your groin, that's pretty much the end of your career. Oh, so John Lester's <laughs> done. They're all done. We're never gonna. They're never gonna play another baseball game again. No, I mean, I, the, all my thing is is that when something like this happens, I think to myself, like. You know, sure, you're going to get hurt in this game. Dudes get hurt. But to put that much money and that long of a deal behind the idea that somebody's not going to get hurt and have it end their career, I mean, it's just, that's a huge chance to take. And yeah. so when I think about those big, long contracts that have been, not, I mean, what if Harper just like, I mean,
1: shit, what if he gets shot and killed? His wife's well, going to get all that money. You're good to go. Yeah, that's true. And I'm, and <laughs> that's, I'm, the be- that's the best outcome for these teams because they get like 80% of the salary in cash and they just get it. The owners get it.
2: Yeah. And then they have insurance on probably on
1: Mike Trout too, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mike Trout, Mike, Michael Nelson Trout, uh, Jimmy Nelson's brother, born August 7th, 1991, also August 7th, 1991, the summer before Danny Rockett's senior year of high school It was the first time that he flashed himself to someone in public, and it began a long, long history of indecent exposure for the young man. Yeah, the first time, though, you can never forget the first time. It was very exciting. He flashed his mother
2: and her friends, which was strange. Yeah, well, I was coming out of the shower, and then I was titillated, and that's what happens, you know. That's that's how you get broken sexually. So um, I I already did the throws, um, which is basically their entire bullpen.
4: Uh, you just put your lips together and blow.
2: Yeah, the only one I can really say is Matt Harvey, but we're not going to see him. Uh, the It's a dark night for the dark night. Um, but uh, Chris Stratton, who we will see, uh, if you can think of how much Kyle Hendricks has blown, it, it, well, it's the exact same. They have identical numbers.
1: Good. Like to a yeah, T. Spe- speaking of... Co- long contracts, paying guys out. Kyle Hendricks might have been a big mistake.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm not surprised that the Kyle extension is just like hard to get excited about. Like a a number three guy for, you know, depending on how it's going for. I mean, I think he's a good pitcher, and he's obviously had some success in the majors. Sometimes a freakish amount of success in the major leagues, but he, you know, he doesn't have that blow you away stuff. So you're like, well, when's the league going to just learn how to hit this over the fence? And, you know, by so – so, and we've seen – you know, we've seen Kyle have bad games, but we've seen him have more good games than, than bad. So he's, he's worth it, you know. He's going to keep you in a lot of ball games. But, you know, I'm not – at least his arm won't tire out because he doesn't throw hard. <laughs> he's not going to get hurt probably, you know, unless he gets like a blister like he had or, you know. What did he have that one year? Wasn't it a blister? No. Yeah, some. It, it, maybe he had two things. But I know that one of them was definitely a blister. But, but he never had anything that's gonna like need reconstructive elbow surgery. You know what I mean?
1: But what time's your dentist appointment? Two thirty.
2: <laughs> oh, you're just full of jokes today. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there's your blow. Uh, and we'll face him, uh, Chris Stratton, uh, in game two, which is uh, Saturday. But uh, I got a scavenger hunt, and uh, everybody, it's all skate. Everyone skate. Anybody can do this. And Lyle, I think you'll like this one. So all you got to do is go on Twitter, and you find an Angels fan, maybe somebody talking about Tommy Lestella, you know, during the series, and convince them that Tommy Lastella's quit on the Cubs to go help his family with their pizza restaurant called Lastella Pizza, which really exists in Norwich, Connecticut. And it's com. if you want something to prove that it looks, you know, legit. And then hashtag it Scavenger Hunt to me. So I-
1: I I think it's brilliant. How much extra do you get if you go get a picture in front of La Stella Pizzeria in Nor- Norwich, Connecticut?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You you win. You just win. If you, can, you if you can go to Norwich, if you go to Norwich, Connecticut, and take a picture of you eating a slice of La Stella's pizza in front of in Norwich, Connecticut, I will pretty much empty my prize crate to you.
1: Oh. Wow.
2: There's not much in there. I gave a lot away at the unconventional, but <laughs> but there's some stuff. I I left my uh, autographed picture of uh, Thad Bosley and and um, Dwight Smith. Almost said Mel Hall. Uh and yeah, at, at um, G Man. I'm really disappointed with it with myself. That's really bad. I know that w- that w- that could have been in the prize crate. Yeah, it could have been. So that's pretty good. So t- you know, find an Angels fan, troll them. Make them think Tommy Lastella's family owns Lastella Pizza in Norwich, Connecticut, and that he quit on the Cubs, and that you shouldn't like him if you're an Angels fan because he's going to quit on you too, or something to that effect. Use your imagination. I certainly do. So, um, game one, okay. Oh, wait, actually, Lyle, should we do— No, I think we should do Lyle's betting corner after we talk about the games, right?
1: Yeah, but I'm going to give you a bet for tonight's game so we can do it whenever because I want it to be current and active. Okay. Because I, I know what the stats are for tonight. So we, let, let's talk about it, then I'll, g- I'll give you my bet right before we sign off. All right. Well, who's, no, who's your bet
2: for tonight? I think you can give that to us right now.
1: Yeah, I think now the Cubs are um, – hold on. I'm, I'm bringing up the, the odds right now. I think it's runs scored – the total runs scored tonight is seven and a half. Well, I'd take the under. And I because of the weather, but you, Darvish, could really just fucking implode, right? Is that the concern?
2: Yeah, I think that's the concern, and but I don't know if you can implode. Well, is the wind blowing out or in? Because that's huge, and uh, I'll, I'll look that up now. It could change, of course, between now and then, as it often does. There is a gale warning. So something could get up there.
1: The Cubs scored one ten nothing last game. I don't have a lot of faith in this game. Here's the bet. No, nah, you, you guys aren't going to be happy if I pick against the Cubs, though, are you? No, I think you should say what
2: you think because you know the Cubs aren't going to win. The wind is from the northeast, so that's p-
1: straight in. Okay. Okay. But you, Darvish, can find a way to fuck that up because he's not going to be comfortable out there in the cold weather. Which which means he's out in the fourth, and the bullpen's going to get destroyed. Although they've just had a day off, so hopefully.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think it's all hands on deck out of the pen, yeah. which which uh, doesn't say much, but
1: <laughs> it's no, it doesn't. So this is what I got for you. Pirates plus one fifty to win the game. I'm going to bet five dollars on the Pirates plus one fifty.
2: Oh, OK. It's, and the, so the Pirates are not favored in this game.
1: The pirates are not. It was minus one eighty on the on the Cubs. Yeah. So if I win this bet, I bet in five bucks, I'll win seven dollars and fifty cents. Okay. And uh, and of course you're
2: betting at mybookie.com, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you use
1: promo code
2: armchair twenty five? It's two. Uh, I'm already in there. Oh, so you can't even do it. So I could do it. You could do it. Yeah. See, I'm I can't. I know this is bad for me to say now that, you, that you've hooked up this sponsor for yourself, but um, we'll get you betting, Danny. Yeah, but, the, but I, I don't have enough money to be gambling. You know, like I'm, well, I got we'll to live a pretty tight just, life. I just, just got my you know, hospital bill, dude. It's five G's. I owe the hospital $5,000. I can't be. Can't, uh, you think I can make my money. First of all, I'm not going to bet against the Cubs, even though right. I think that, that that your bet is a pretty good bet in the way that it would pay you if it works out. Right. Yeah. So, but um, anyway, I can't bet. I mean, I, I like the craps table because that is like printing money. <laughs> <laughs> you can't lose at the craps table, right? So now, and it's gonna be really cold, dude. I mean, it feels like it's in the thirties. You're gonna be see see all the the warm weather players, the ones that grew up in Florida and Dominican, they're gonna California. They're gonna be all out there in their uh, oompa loompa costumes. It's gonna be Joe Joe. Papa Joe, Benny's Joe out there with his little ski cap on looking oh, like Papa Smurf uh, singing okay, la
1: hey, la 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 la. Listen, I Joe, Joe's kind of like I mean, on this show he's not very popular anyway, right? I mean, we kind of rip on him a little bit. And it seems like Cubs Nation as a whole, I mean, he has defen- he'll have defenders till the day he dies, until the day his defenders die, but I feel like the needle has kind of pushed the other way that more than half of Chicago's kind of kind of not feeling Joe as much as they used to do you feel that way a little bit too oh Danny? yeah absolutely but, I, you know and even not even just the casual fan
2: I think you know people every four years you know they they look to switch it up you know you need it and I think they should have done that with the team too like you've been pounding the table that the Cubs should have traded one of their young, versatile, fielding, hitting—you know—dudes like Hap, well, the, you know, where the—you know—where the getting was good, and you know where you could maybe have gotten something for them. Instead, you just kind of got a bunch of these dudes that all kind of look alike, and uh, they don't trade one of them, and so you end up with a shitty bullpen or whatever it's going to look like. You know, they should have done something to even change like the look of the team because you get. <laughs> I don't know if, like, these guys have played with each other in the minors all over the place on different teams, maybe in college too, you know, but I think sometimes there's something to be said for,
1: like, switching it up that, like, you got to get out of the routine. Yeah, and, and wanna- feel nervous and have a new new fucking badass come in and kind of challenge everybody and make it a little different. But, you know, part of my Joe Madden point is, I mean, Joe was kind of on top of the world. I mean, he had, like, the best sponsors. He was Benny Joe, Benny's Joe, right? How the mighty have fallen. He's still now he's Jewel Joe. Osco Joe, Jewel Osco Joe. But he's he, opening a restaurant right by Wrigley. So yeah, like, but he was he was at Jewel Osco today pawning fucking spaghetti sauce. Oh, was he really? Yeah. yeah. Well, see, he's
2: just you know this is his retirement plan. He's like, all right, I'm in Chicago right now. People, I've been saying no for the first. Three, four years that I've been on the team. I'm not going to hock your spaghetti sauce. Now the writing's on the wall. I mean, and
1: this is some some spaghetti sauce on the wall here because Joe Madden. It's called called Madden Family Sauce, Danny, and I would like you to go to Jewel this week and do a taste test and maybe send me a jar. I don't know if I want to drink Madden sauce.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you know there's wine in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I would love to. I mean, I'd love to try it, Joe. But honestly, he's just milking this for all it's worth because he knows this is his last year in Chicago. And he's like, I'm before I get out of here, I'm going to sell these motherfuckers some jars of spaghetti motherfucking sauce, bitches.
1: Now, does he own the restaurant or is it kind of like ownership in the, in the and the team owns the re- restaurant no, and they're I letting the Maddens and then when he's gone, they'll change the name?
2: I don't think he's back there cooking burgers like Ron Coomer is in the off offseason. Right. <laughs> at, 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 what is, what,
1: what is, is this restaurant called? I always forget. They talk about it on just, air sometimes. I think it's just Coomer's. Yeah, it's Dog or Coombs, Coom Dog. No, it's Coom's Corner. Coom's Corner. That's what it is. Yes. Coom is
2: in a very adverti- uh you know, uh, very, uh, what was, uh, I can't think of this word. Not advertising, because we're talking about uh, <laughs> uh, appetizing. <laughs> why could no. I not think of the word appetizing?
1: No, think about an old Russian lady saying it.
2: It, it advertising. Coom. It's not very advertising.
1: You, <laughs> you come you here.
2: You come here and cook my burger, Ron. <laughs> so we got to go out there sometime.
1: I know and just like bring the band and just start playing.
2: Dude, I'd play Coomb's Corner. The Bleacher to Coomb's Corner. That sounds like an off-season special. For that all does. the for all the like and then we'd go to the casino afterwards and get in a fight cuz that's what happens after every single one of my shows even Apparently. though we sang um uh, no fighting with the Ble- in the bleachers twice altogether and then, you got fight. And then I got in a fight but we were not in the bleachers. You can fight outside of them. I don't give a shit what you do. Excuse me, but you seem to have downloaded the free version of our podcast, which contains advertising. Well, that's unfortunate because uh, that's a waste of your time. If you want to download the ad free early version, for example, uh, this it's Wednesday today. Well, guess what? you're gonna get this podcast on Wednesday two days earlier than you're actually going to get it if you're a Patreon member. So go to patreon.com slash sunranto. I cut the beginning ad uh, out of the show. I cut this ad or any other ad I want to put into the show out of the show. And uh, you don't have to listen to that garbage. Um, patreon.com sunranto. It costs a dollar a month. Get your own RSS feed. You can paste it into any podcatcher or on iTunes. It'll update automatically. Uh, It's a great thing, and it helps out the show a lot. So if you would buy, let's say, me and Lyle and Michael Cotton a beer, you know, one per year, that's the equivalent of a $3 pledge on Patreon. I mean, a a beer at Wrigley Field, because they're expensive, plus tip. So uh, patreon.com slash sunranto. uh, Please subscribe, and you'll never have to hear me say this again. Now, here's a preview of the Angel Series. Game one yeah lefty taylor tyler sorry tyler skaggs like Boz Skagg's son god i hope i i mean he's he's up there with trevor williams is having a good country name country name and he'd be cool because he'd be playing the left-handed guitar lefty tyler skaggs he's been good one and one with a 245 uh you going up against cole hamels this is on friday i should mention uh and it looks like these games will happen. It's not supposed to rain until Sunday, I believe, again. But you never know around here. Um, it's, he's, Cole Hamels, you know, he had the one decent start and the one kind of bad one uh, that he got squeezed during, and then he gave up a grand slam and shit. But he's got a 643 earned run average right now, so it'd be nice for that to come down a little bit, be a little more respectable in the small sample size of a season. But it's going to be windy as fuck. And it's going to be 50. And oh,
1: wait, do you hear that? A little Boz Skaggs?
2: I don't think I know any Boz Skaggs songs. Lito
1: Shuffle? You know
2: Lido Shuffle. Not really. That's not in my Pandora Lowdown? playlist. Oh. Yeah. I, 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 I'm surprised. I listen to some outlaw country from the, like, Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard, but, you know, uh, Boz Skaggs, father of Tyler Skaggs, does not come up. Um, What else did I want to talk? Oh, the weather. I was right in the middle of it. Dude, check this out.
1: Are so, they playing tonight?
2: Yeah, yeah. They are going to play tonight, but I'm saying on Saturday, it's going to warm up. And you know when it, it warms up, it means the wind has shifted, and now it's supposed to come from the southwest and be blowing out with wind gusts up to 40 miles per hour. Wow. So you got Cole Hamels and uh, Tyler Skaggs. I'm kind of sad that they got a lefty out there because, you know, you got Rizzo and Schwarber coming from the left side. Like, it'd be fun to see them. If if I'll tell you, tell you this much. If the wind is blowing out on Friday at 30 miles per hour and Chris Bryant does not hit a home run, he's got to be traded. And yeah. I will just pound the table on this for the and, rest and of the how, And how
1: about this? Michael Sarami said – and and uh, on this show, we've been bitching about Kyle Schwarber sitting on the fucking bench when lefties play. Cause I mean, if he's not your guy, is he your guy or is he not your guy? I think he's your guy. Michael Sarami says Kyle Schwarber has taken 11 plate appearances against left-handed pitchers this season. He has two hits. A double, a home run, three base on balls against, and just two strikeouts. That's a twenty seven point three walk rate, eighteen point two K rate. He's hit two fifty, four four fifty five, seven fifty slash line. And I know it's a small sample size. Yeah, you're talking come about on. you're talking about three games, basically. Yeah, but so what? Good. He's give him a chance. Let him out there. He's better than he was. Well, and I agree with that. And you know, I and the splits
2: are not pretty. Overall. So, I mean, you take a small sample size, you know, yeah, and, but and they- on Thursdays, he hits lefties. He's got 16 at bats. Okay, but like, but
1: current history is much better. If you look at his entire history, it's way worse. But I think he's slowly getting better against lefties. That's, that's what my eye test tells me. Well, he's going to have to if he wants to be out there every day. Well, he should be out there every day. And he's a better defender than anyone else you put out there at this point, which is fucking insane that it actually came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It truly is. Um, So uh, Skaggs last time he went out there, he gave up uh, one run through six point one innings against the Rangers. So, except yeah, yeah, but except for when they played us, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He gave up one run, got into the seventh against the Rangers, which no Cub managed to do that not even not even if you pitched point one innings against the Rangers did you only give up one run? They all gave up multiple runs yeah. um Cole Hamels was he had his good outing last time he was two two runs through six uh struck out five against the Brewers
1: and by and, the way, the Cubs are going to need that, especially if fucking Johnny paychecks down and out a little bit It's time for Col- Colton Hamels to really fucking step it up and and, and just dominate for the like, month or two
2: yeah well I don't know who they're gonna throw out there on uh did they announce it I didn't see it this it morning. hasn't
1: been announced yet as far as I can tell good but I'll good
2: good I'm glad it hasn't because then we could speculate it's way more fun um so game two Chris Stratton is going out there He's made the blows list and um he's got a ERA identical to Kyle Hendricks who's also pitching in this game with a 648 earned run average that's not good. They're bo- Neither good. one of them have won yet. Uh, it's going to be uh, 50 and partly sunny. This is the game where they're giving away the Cubs' Star Wars blanket. That's pretty cool. Yeah, except for it's just, why did they choose a stormtrooper inside a sea? Why would they go for the evil character?
1: That's I what I know. was wondering. Like, why wouldn't it be like... Because I think kids love stormtroopers. I don't think you get the same play out of luke skywalker anymore like when we were kids although are there children watching baseball at all i mean isn't it just men our age and they probably want luke skywalker or or well or, let me be clear this is
2: not they have kids only giveaways on sundays this game's on saturday i would say there'd be about 40 kids that might get trampled as adults try to get their Cubs star wars blankets at 11 right. 20 a.m where they how, open the gates. how many items.
1: are they giving out 10000 like always, because they're cheap-ass motherfuckers. I can't P- wait for you to send me mine.
2: <clears throat> I'm not going to get one for you. you I,
1: well, you better get one just in case someone goes to La Stella Pizza.
2: <laughs> well, I got other things
1: in my treasure bucket. Yeah, but that's a big one. <clears throat> Who doesn't want a Stormtrooper blanket? That's going to yeah. be awesome.
2: If, if I get some rabbit in my blood and get, well, basically, if I get OCD about it, On Saturday morning, I'll show up down there and get myself a Star Wars blanket. But that means I got to wait around for two hours for the Cubs to play.
1: Yeah, Oh, like you don't like just sitting around that ballpark like you do anything else. You just lay around waiting for fucking Cubs games. What did you do all winter? Did you even go outdoors? Did you even change your underwear once in the offseason? Well, no, because I work at home. Yeah, so, so yeah. this gets you out. It gets you going. What else you got to do? Go fucking lay around the park. Go fucking smell the fucking Ivy. <laughs> I don't believe Ivy has a scent. Well, they're making a
2: cologne out of it. Apparently it does. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, I could go and bottle early and bottle some uh, trough cologne, our, our signature cologne
1: yeah, you should go hang out, like go bring Cupster Thomas with you and have a long talk about baseball and kind of his future with us. And it be, it could be productive.
2: Trough by Sonranto. Trough.
1: So, so that sounds like the secrets of Wrigley guy. So- I want like a really sexy, like, like perfume commercial, but you know, like when they have like Johnny Depp, like in black and white, just like making eyes and like licking his lips. But I want it to be like Jeff Garland for our, for our oh, dude. <laughs> Dude. I, I cannot hide. Bill Jeff. and Bill Murray like shirtless just touching each other.
2: Trough. Trough by Sunranto. Uh yeah. It, I, I, that, no, that could be our other scent. We'll uh bottle uh
1: Jeff Garland Spittle.
2: Garland by Son
1: <laughs> Right. Hey, you know what I forgot to mention when I made that bet against the Cubs and bet plus one fifty on um on the pirates tonight what that you should make that bet on mybookie.com.
2: no i said it i don't worry i i've got your back
1: i know but i should say it since i'm getting the money
2: yeah but I, you know but you're not a pro like me i know i know you're gonna be a pro soon once that sweet my bookie money and, starts and you, coming in and
1: use my and use my nickname armchair 25 <laughs>
2: Uh, just remember how he's shaped, and you'll remember the promo code. <laughs> and he's 25 pounds overweight. Right. So, <laughs> that, that was very sweet of you. <laughs> that he wishes he was. <laughs> so anyway, the weather should be better on Saturday. Uh, I, you know, 50, partly sunny. This would probably be the most tolerable game to sit through. No, of except the Kyle
1: Hendricks is pitching. You're just going to – this is your hope for this game, is that Chris Stratton blows up more than Kyle Hendricks does. Yeah, and you gotta hope, that, Kyle. We're gonna see, and you're gonna hope that Chris Stratton really blows up because their bullpen is. Although the Cubs' offense is way better, their bullpen is way better. Our bullpen sucks a lot more. They don't have Mike Trout. You gotta think it's in Cubs' favor to win two or three in this series, just based on what's going on with them. Um, but we'll see, man. Let's yeah, see. well, Kyle Hendricks, I, I'm
2: really hoping for like a bounce back start from him. You know what I mean? Like, not that he's been horrible, horrible, and he did pitch in that really bad game that wasn't really his fault with all those errors in the first inning. All of a sudden he's behind and, you know, I don't even – I'll strip out that start. But he wasn't great against uh, the Brewers either. Uh, but he wasn't terrible either. You know what I mean? He gave up those four runs. It's all they got. But, he, you know, you would you would hope the Cubs could maybe score five in a game like that except for that they used Josh Hader for almost three innings, you know? Yeah. So, um, anyway, he's going out there Saturday and uh, looking at a lot of stormtroopers in the crowd. Uh, The
1: game I'm really looking forward to is Sunday. Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to happen. I know, but I'm really hoping it does.
2: There's a 90% chance of rain, a high of 41. This is going
1: to be Miz. Um, You know what else is a 90% chance of happening? A fucking tow truck being parked in the players' lot. Yeah, because Trevor Cahill,
2: one in one with a three fifty ERA and a CDL, is pitching for the Angels, and he's Can, you know what he he's their starter. What did
1: the what what happened?
2: Well, he started for us sometimes, but more of a spot guy. But yeah. here's the thing: I mean, I, he probably went over there. I mean, first he went to the Padres, right, and then he then he ended up on the Angels. But he's been doing really, really well as a starter uh it's really a shame that the cubs don't have this guy he's barely making anything dude i know he's making 9 really million lie. he's I'm making really- 9 million and you you would take What he's given teams over what even, like, well, obviously Darvish being injured, but like... Yeah, but Cole Hamels even, for what you're paying him. Yeah, for what you're paying him. You're paying him more than twice as much. And, like, Trevor Cahill's like, you know, he probably... They didn't want him as a starter. Maybe they did offer something to Cahill and say, okay, you stay here, you'd be a reliever. He's like, nah I'm going to go to the Padres or whatever it is. But, you know, he's got a mid-threes ERA so far this year. That's kind of what he's done as a starter. He's been like, talked about, actually, you know, uh, by, meaning that, like, Trevor Cahill is like, nobody was paying attention to at all, and then, like, at some point, I I started seeing news about him just being good. Yeah. Like, last year, and then um, going for the Cubs is the ghost of John Lester, and Right,
1: I I would have to guess that it's Chatwood, and I would also have to guess that the Cubs brass is just praying for a rainout, so they can get back to their rotation, but... Yeah, and it just gives John just a little more time to recover. Yeah, and Chetwood's been, I mean,
2: good and kind of crappy out of the pen so far this year. I mean, it's a chance for him to prove himself uh, to, you know, that would be great if he could go out there and, well, it's against team philosophy. By the way. throw
1: strikes. (laughs) Nobody. Nobody on that team is happier that you, Darvish, and, and Jason Hayward have really just fucking sucked than him.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's the third guy they'll talk about. You he, know? He's
1: like, oh, God, thank God they're covering for me.
2: Yeah, but Cahill's making, uh, Chatwood's making more than Cahill. You get thinking- mad at
1: Chatwood when you see him out there and then he walks somebody, you're like, ah, oh, this fucking guy. You go to bed at night and you're just like, fucking you, Darvish. That fucking guy. You know, it'll be like the night before he's pitching. And, you know, you haven't seen him in five days, and you're still like, damn it, it, Darvish is going tomorrow. Fuck, this is going to. this guy. God damn it. Well,
2: and it's going to get even more mental at a point, because if it keeps going so badly for Darvish, we'll see. I mean, this game will Oh, he's not
1: going to be happy. I mean, even even the Cubs faithful, I think, are going to turn on him soon. They, oh they've uh, the, a yeah, lot of, more so though i mean uh, like ugly ugly
2: yeah i mean cubs fans love he's the butt of a lot of jokes right now so but so i think it could be chatwood uh tim Hugh, over on bleed cubby blue thinks they might bring up colin Rhea, who uh used to pitch for the padres i believe and he has a little major league experience, and he's kind of one of those depth starter dudes that they could bring up. And they also got like Dwayne Underwood that could come out, but they go Chatwood, right? But they got to bring yeah. up if if John Lester goes to Illinois, uh, then they got to bring up somebody from the Monks, right? Dude, I did that two in a sentence. Did you hear that? Yeah. So who are they going to bring up?
1: I don't fucking know.
2: I mean, is it another reliever? Do you just like, okay, Chatwood's a starter for two weeks, and you bring up a reliever, and they take Chatwood's place. They t- try out Dylan Maples or something, you know? I don't know what they do. Yeah, either well, they don't seem to know yet either. <laughs> but it's also on Sunday. We're talking about all the way to Sunday. Because so with the day off, you know, they kind of got some time to figure it out. Um so yeah, the rip the replica Wrigley statue is gonna be given away to ten thousand people. That thing's kinda cool if you're into that kind of thing. I would maybe try to like to go and get this one because it I don't know, those statues that you know, people are into well, they're into Star Wars blankets too, but I think that people would really like that replica statue if I can get that and um before it gets rained out. You know, maybe it's one of those situations where they'll just open the gates, you scan your ticket, you get your stupid statue, you go home because <laughs> the ticket was $6 because it's pouring rain. So secrets of Wrigley, secret, secrets, secrets. When it's pouring rain just and you live close by, just go down there, get wet, get yourself a rip, replica Wrigley statue and come back when they make this game up, uh, which I don't know when they will because the Angels, I didn't look at when they're playing the White Sox or if they are playing the Brute. I don't think. They are playing the Brewers at at, uh, Miller Park because they're playing them in California. So doesn't that usually mean – I mean, sometimes they do do a series. I said doo-doo. I love when you (laughs) say doo-doo. But um, I don't know. I don't know what will happen. So I'm not going to sit here and speculate for five minutes like I have the capability of doing. Uh, Yeah, Cahill, he gave up two through six against the Brewers last time. He struck out eight. He's good. Um, the Cubs should have signed him. I will die on this hill. I liked him when he was with the Cubs. Plus, he drove all the team equipment to the next stop every time in that giant truck of his. No, he, I, I loved him. We, he was, we were a big fan of his. Yeah. Uh, Chat Wolf has given up four runs in five innings pitched. That is the opposite of pretty good. He's, uh, walked four in those five innings, struck out five, which is good. Um, so, I don't know. So, I so those are your three games. I mean, uh, I think, I mean, there's a good chance they end up playing Sunday, especially because the Angels aren't coming back. You know, they might find a window to at least get those five innings in. So, that, that's, that makes it tougher to bet, right?
1: Yeah. No, for sure. It's, it makes it way harder. So, I don't know. I don't know what happens. So, now is it time for Lyle's betting corner, or did we already do it? No, we did it. Uh, uh, tonight's – I mean, in that series, this is what I'm looking for. I think – So you can't bet they – do, they don't have the
2: lines. They don't T- have
1: the lines yet because you don't know who's playing, who's going. It's kind of day of. That's why I told you about today's game. I, this is what I'm leaning towards. I don't know what the odds are, but if game three is played, because there might be weather then too. We have no idea. Trevor Cahill – um, against anyone on this Cubs team, I think he comes out and fucking shows himself. That's my bet. Yeah. That's the game I picked against him. I bet the Cubs win the first two. I bet Cahill comes out and shuts him down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I
2: kind of agree with that. I think Cole Hamels goes out there and beats Skaggs, and I think Hendricks gives us his settled-down appearance with the nicer weather. On uh, Saturday, and uh, yeah, I think Trevor Cahill most likely a no hitter. Can you bet that? <laughs> you could somewhere, but, but you shouldn't. Probably right. Yeah. Don't bet. Shouldn't. Don't bet. What if you bet on no hitters all the time and it just pays so high? I it's like bet I mean, double, like bet double zero at, at uh, roulette.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's enough. I mean, I guess you couldn't bet on. They would make the odds so it wouldn't be worth it unless you picked like even one out of a hundred. And there's so many games played every year. So you just have to, you'd have to be really lucky. I mean, I can only imagine the, it'd be like, you'd win 10,000. If you bet a hundred, if you picked a no hitter, at least maybe more a hundred thousand, but it's a tough bet to make.
4: Well, you know what I want to bet on? What do you want to bet on Cubstradamus? I would like, well, being a soothsayer, I can see into the future. And, uh, okay. So, they, they actually have kicked me out of every single casino in Vegas. They don't let me into Atlantic City anymore. And all of the Native American tribes that run casinos, they don't let me in there anymore. And the only place that they let me bet now is at mybookie.com. Except for that I'm bleeding them dry. Lyle, you're not going to have a job in like, I don't know, a month. Dude, I win everything at mybookie.
1: Wow. Well, give us, what's your pick? What's your bet for tonight?
4: Oh, like, I'm going to give that away and screw up the odds. (laughs) I'm going to make so much money just gambling and gambling and gambling. And unfortunately, Lyle, that little, that sweet my bookie money that you think you're going to get from basically being a corporate whore for them is going to go into my pocket. So thanks a lot. So I predict you're going to lose your job, and then after that, you're going to lose your house, and your car, and your wife, and your dog's going to die. And then you're going to try to write country music, and you're going to hire Tyler uh, Skaggs as your guitarist, who's yep. pitching on uh, Friday. And you're going to get Trevor Cahill to drive your bus, and you're going to be in a famous country music band. Oh, that, you know, that sounds kind of r- romantic, all
1: of it.
4: Yeah, so it's actually a good thing that all this is going to happen for you. Congratulations, Lyle. Okay, Cubs stardom up. Oh, oh wait, okay. wait, no, wait. I, no, wait, no, no, no. You didn't predict anything. No, I forgot. I, no, I didn't. I have a poem. So I was going to predict what happens to the Cubs after this weekend. You okay. ready? The next team the Cubs face has Starlin. Also, has a pitcher named Marlin. It's off to Miami with Lester's pulled Hammy. The Cubs go to play the Ron Darlings.
2: Uh, I'd like to guess. Um, uh, my aunt Charlene, P- picky in the brain. Uh, ki- uh, King Charlemagne, the King Charlemagnes uh, uh, of the King Charlemagnes of Miami.
1: they play Sammy Sosa.
4: No, 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 no! Come on, guys.
1: I'm, I'm just trying it's to figure m- out how your rhyming works. So you don't, I don't know. Starlin, don't
4: Jarlin. Which is really uncanny for a team to rhyme with two of their players, but that's what happened here. Yeah. Pretty weird. I
1: yeah. don't know. What do you got? Yeah,
2: I don't know. I, 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 I draw, draw a blank here. I, the only thing I can think of uh, the team near Miami is uh, with the Rays play down there. Right. Not
4: too far.
1: Yeah. Like Tampa Bay.
4: No, no, no. The Marlins.
1: Oh, Miami, those Marlins. guys. Oh, Is I there told- even a team there anymore? I, they got rid of everybody. I thought they moved to
2: Montreal now.
4: Nope, nope, still in Miami.
2: Well, how about that? I thought
1: they were the expansion and the realignment. I wish they'd go to Montreal.
4: Well, they're not in Montreal, and you got the, the poem wrong, so uh, now I'll say Couchard Amissage.
2: He was actually surprisingly normal that time.
1: He was. I think he's been listening to all the shit we've been talking well, about.
2: Him. I think it's that by the time that he comes here when we're doing the night episodes, it's daytime right now. By the time we go at night, he's pretty doped up. Yeah, for sure. He's just all over the place. So, uh, I don't know. I guess we've uh, totally wasted our time uh, previewing a team that we only see once this year. <laughs> but there's there's uh, everything you always want to know about the Angels. Uh, they ain't bad. They ain't bad. And when they get Otani back, they'll be better. And uh, hopefully the Cubs can at least win two or three like Lowe's predicting. But um, you got any TFCs on you?
1: Well, I got a couple things, and, and, and I got a couple more uh, who said it. All right. All right. I saw Vladdy Guerrero did that back in the day, and he's in the Hall of Fame.
2: Oh, is this who said it? Yeah, who said it? Uh, Yasiel Puig. No,
1: Javi, after he threw his bat at that ball. Oh, all right. So now it's, all right, good. Yeah, he was... Uh, he going was all making, the way to the Hall, huh? He's going to the Hall of Fame now. Um, who said it? I think that real fans, ones that come to the game and ones that follow the team closely know that I'm at every game walking around. They know that myself and the rest of my oh, family God. really care and that this is a passion for us, and we're committed to seeing championships here on the north side. Well, let's see if his ass is out there
2: tonight, and then we could see if, uh, if I believe him because uh, that's Tom Ricketts.
1: Ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. That is Tom Ricketts, and fucking, you know, fuck him.
2: Yeah, seriously. Fuck Well, it's so funny how two years ago, Opening day, 2017, crowds, crowds and crowds of people in blue chanting, thank you, Tom, thank you, Tom. And he's just soaking it in. They love me. They love me. They'll do anything I want. Vote for this congressperson and this, and vote for this alderman and vote for this mayor. And everybody's now like, fuck you, Tom. Fuck you, Tom. Just like, he took all his, you know, his goodwill All the good in the will, city. Everything, and just, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he just, he doesn't get it. He's a, out of touch with what people really want. He thought that he could just do that and have us love him forever. We won't. Um, cause you're really just not that lovable, Tom. <laughs> you know, like I met him. Nice enough guy. I could see why he's the one that they picked to be the guy who walks around and, you know, fucking touches baby boogers. But, you know, I don't know, he's full of shit. <laughs> he's so full of shit. He's just like the rest of them, and uh, walking around isn't enough. Uh, you know,
1: what else you got? Um, I got uh here's another one for you. Who said it? Sometimes when you have elite speed, these things can happen. John Lester. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he went on to say, great to get the W in front of the home crowd, though. Here's to many, many, many more. That was great. I lo- you know what? I love him. He's, he's secretly pretty funny.
2: Yeah, he's not even secretly. He, he just is funny. And I think, you know, he's probably one of the, the leaders of the team in a quiet, sarcastic, pull my finger way. Yes. Yeah. Rizzo's uh, the pull my finger guy. He's the one that will, uh, like, replace your soft soap with uh, or put, like, uh, you know, icy hot in your. Rizzo is? That's who is? You know, I I do wonder who the prankster on that team is. Yeah, I don't know. My money's Uh, on Rizzo.
1: So I have a TFC, and this guy, uh, Mitch, posted on Twitter, and he sent it to you. He said, this dude, and there's a guy walking down the fucking stairs wearing a Ricketts number 10 jersey. Oh, God, I hope I see that guy. Oh fuck that!
2: Yeah, that's pretty. A Ricketts <laughs> jersey, yuck. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty awful.
1: It's kind of just ass kissy, like fuck. You know the players.
2: Yeah, you
1: yeah. know uh, there were two other funny things I saw. It's I mean, kind
2: of I- like going to like a, a Patriots game and wearing a Robert Kraft jersey. It's exactly like that, right? Like, you know, like to. I mean, especially right now because the Ricketts offseason was shitty, so that guy is saying quite a bit by yeah, pulling sure. that jersey on out on opening day. I support these assholes. Um Yeah, so what you got a TFC? Oh, that was it.
1: That was it. Um I had two other funny things for you that I just thought I'd share with you. Uh, someone else well this might be a cubs one. The first ever photo of a black hole is making everyone horny and somebody wrote first ever photo of cubs Twitter. <laughs> And I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, because it is a black hole. Yeah, it's a black hole. And then uh, the Onion today put out some says Bryce Harper informs Philly's Philly's uh, GM of two week vacation in August. He'd planned before getting job. <laughs> 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 and then and then somebody responded, a Red Sox fan responded weird. I thought he usually takes his vacation time in October.
2: Zing. Zing. So, yeah, I got two as well. One of them was actually within an article on the Chicago Tribune. And it's about – somebody posted this on the Ranters page about the uh, the new club, the Catalina Club, which I talked about on the last show, which is in the upper deck, the old 420 seats right behind home plate, the lower section. That's now all club seats. And there was an article about some fans that had been there for, you know, 20, 30 years – you know, getting moved out, not resigning because now that it's all inclusive, their ticket price like, you know, doubled or tripled or something like that, like something outrageous. And, and they're pissed. And they're pissed off because they had to move and they're like, well, we've been sitting by these people in these seats for 20, 30 years. This is the equivalent of when, you know, the Walmart comes and. You know, bulldozes your home to build another Walmart. You know, they're like, ah, you can live somewhere else. Ah, This old shack. You're like, I was born here. They're like, no, sorry, you weren't. Bye. You know, but my ancestors graves. This is an Indian burial ground. That's okay. We're building the Walmart. You know, that's that's, you know, fuck you. You know, little fan. That's, right. They swatted them off to do something much bigger that, hey, is going to ben- benefit someone, possibly me, greatly tonight when I buy a ticket for $60 to go in there and drink and eat all I want.
1: Yeah, and that's great.
2: Which I may not do because I have a free bleacher ticket and might as well just dress warm and freeze with the real fans. With the real <laughs> fans. But anyway, those people lost their seats. And, um You know, they talked to the Chicago Tribune, talked to one of the fans uh, that, you know, had to move or, you know, now gave up their tickets. Um, So one of the benefits, see, sorry, maybe I had to over explain all this just to make this funny. But, uh, you know, one of the things they did is like they have concessions on right field and they on on that side and they've got concessions on left field that are identical. So you shouldn't have to cross over from one side to the other. And you can't anymore, except for a very narrow walkway, basically walking over the marquee. And it's kind of like a catwalk. It's kind of frightening, actually. And it can't fit more than one fat fuck at a time, (laughs) you know, on the width of it. But... Anyway, the thought is that, that you're going to have less people coming downstairs to get their concessions and to use the bathroom and everything would be on either side and fans won't have to cross in front anymore, which is actually a really good thing cuz if you've ever been in the first couple of rows you've sat there, right? And there's people yeah. walking in front of you the whole fucking time yeah, if you're in right. So, anyway, that some so now that I've overexplained what I'm going to refer to um Jason, I'll just leave it at Jason. Lives up in Rogers Park. He says, you know, the old Wrigley Field feeling was lost by having everything so close to my seat. But it is still nice to have a beer close to your seat, he said. It's a very modern feeling, which is not something you normally experience when you come to Wrigley Field. <laughs> so to this guy, modernity is that, you know, a, a beer is 20 feet away. Yes. <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of 40. <laughs> Like, wow. wow, this place is really modernized.
1: Blind, oh my God, blind, look blind, at that hot dog stand. Cars, <laughs> food pills, and beer within 20 feet. And, and hot dog stands. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I just thought that was a funny thing to say. He's like, ah, oh, it's just the old, the old feel is gone. The beer's yeah. so much closer. <laughs> it's the future. This is my, so strange.
1: My shoes tie themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, and they do have, I mentioned the bathrooms on the last show, modern-looking bathrooms with old-style troughs. So, and I did have one more. Um, that took way too long. Sorry, I didn't really consider all of it. Um, but uh, this was on Instagram, and, you know, the Cubs are, are selling that dirt, leather, and ivy uh, cologne, I, I think. I'm going to go check the sh- their shops to see if it's really in there, if it's just still a troll. But... um so some guy, when they, well, they put that out on Instagram, saying that it's not an April Fool's joke, this is really available, and uh, some dude on uh, Instagram, Raj 25 put out there, uh, just cruised the Brewers' Insta, no fake ads, no player actors, no hype without the backup of serious baseball.
1: Oh, ABS, what does that mean? I don't know. IBS is irritated bowel syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, abs. They are three and one this young
2: season and singled Kimbrel. I think he meant signed. (laughs) Uh, Right. Which they didn't do. Um, But uh, I guess the crew is serious in 2019. And so if you think that this guy is a Brewers fan and trolling the Cubs, he is not. He goes on to be like, you know, uh, somebody's like, I agree with you, <laughs> you know, like you know, the Cubs need to get serious. And he's like, yeah, you know, this is the team that the window is closing. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like, oh, my God, he's dead serious. He's like, and we and I'm like, this dude is a ranter because we have said this shit on this show.
1: Right. We're you like, like the fuck these guys, enough of, the, enough of the silly stuff.
2: Yeah, you know the petting zoos, and I believe the petting zoos came up in this thread at some point. But like, it, you know, I don't not agree with him, but I also, uh, th- you know, that you're an idiot because you said signed, singled instead of signed, and I don't know. It's not. It's don't do that if you're a Cubs fan. Don't make. Don't accidentally look like a Brewers fan. Right. You goddamn cube. All right, let them make all the fucking perfume commercials they they want. You know, I think they're going to suck with them or without them. Either way, you, you can't blame, you know, a fucking tiny little. I mean, they filmed all that shit in spring training, probably. Right. right. So I don't think they fuck around with that during the season. They don't have time, you know. They wouldn't no. want to be bothered with that too much. That's why half of them delete their social media or don't do much on it. That's why you hear from the players when they get bored in the offseason, and then all fucking hell breaks loose on their instas. Right. You know. All right, well, uh, there's your Angels preview. That's a hell of a preview. Hell of a preview. Yeah, we so, thought it was going to take 15 minutes. Yeah. So if, if you like previews like this, and you don't want to hear ads from guys like Lyle, you know, well, then, uh, cause, uh, then uh, subscribe to us. Well, you're not, not
1: fucking paying me.
2: Subscribe to us. Patreon.com. Spogog. I'm not gonna say it. All right. So you're sick of the winter snow? You better move out of Chicago. Game has been postponed. Game has been postponed. Watch the Cubs, but you won't see a pitch because Game has been postponed, game has been postponed